Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the PatCast. Hey, I'm Pat Monahan, the singer of Train, and um, man, this year is coming to a close soon, isn't it? I'm getting psyched for Halloween. I think I, uh, my daughter is going to dress up as a, uh, let's see, a zombie cheerleader, and my little guy is going to be a bat or a wolf, and uh, so I'm going to have to be either a bat, wolf, or zombie football player i don't really know yet i'll send instagram photos um let's see about a month and a half ago maybe two months ago before summer ended i went to bumper shoot in seattle with jerry becker and we got to sit with some pretty great people like uh nathaniel you heard last week um also big data and uh Let's see, uh, Minus the Bear as well. And uh, I think there's a couple more coming, but this one is a special one to me. Uh, this kid actually ended up being turned, uh, train fans actually turned me on to this guy about a year before his song kind of came into America and started to make a huge impression. And um, then his song, Take Me to Church, really uh, had a big meaning uh, among my family who we were all struggling with some uh, not so good news that had come to us. So this uh, this is a pretty special guy, not just in his music, but also as a as a person. He's a tremendous Irish artist who I think that we'll be hearing many many things from in the future. So here you have him right here on the podcast. This is Hosier. Take me to church. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, man, I couldn't be more thrilled to be sitting here with uh, an Irish legend uh, named Andrew Hosier Byrne. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me and Jerry. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having uh, me. I've been trying to get you on the, the podcast for a long time. Lee Leipzner from Columbia Records yeah. was gracious enough to connect us. Yes. And yeah. I have a lot of a lot of questions because uh, I a lot of times when I get people uh, on the program, I either don't know them very well. Or uh, I, you know, I know them, but I don't really follow their music. Yes, but but yeah. with you, I'm I'm actually a, a really big fan. Oh wow! Thanks. And I remember finding out about you. I tweeted train fans about two years ago. Right. I was like, who should I be listening to? Yeah. And a lot of people started hitting me up with Hosier. So I, I was like, it's I'm amazing, so man. into it. Super yeah. Be- cool. Because. Like real people do, it was like I'm like that song's insane, but yeah. I love uh, "Take Me to Church" and everything else. So, I I started telling people about you, and I found out you're on the same label. So they were like, "Hey, start telling radio stations that you love." So oh, people would be like, "Who are you listening to?" Oh, so you. basically, I'm the reason that <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, successful. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things that they mentioned at the time was you were only on one radio station almost in America. Right. And it was a triple A station, I think, in Minneapolis, if right. I'm right. Right. And you're you were the number one Shazammed artist in that area, right. being played like six times a week wow. on some little station. No way. And so that's that's when they were like, 
this song's so big, people don't even know it yet. Yeah, And yeah. then it got a chance. Wow, that's crazy. Do man. you think the Beats thing was what, what the big, like, over-the-top the thing was in the U.S.? In the, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, that, that, uh, that kind of spot on that advertisement really, uh, I think I think it gave it a good kick, you know. Definitely, it kind of kicked it over. Was it hard to say yes to that? Or are you a precious kind of about your songs? I say no to a lot of things. Yeah, uh, good. yeah, you I, uh, I do. Um, and that was that was that was a, that was a tricky one. I think yeah. that was one of those ones where you just, you know, um, because yeah, it was that was the, probably one of the, one of the harder ones to it say. It can go yes either to. way. It seems like, I, I mean, I'm assuming based on the fact that I know your music as well as I do that. These things come from some pretty heartbreaking places, <laughs> you know. Some, like, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, we had a big loss in our family, mm-hmm. and so the line "We were born sick," you know, yeah. that w- that was a really big part of my family's life for a year. Right. And uh, you were played at some very intimate moments. Oh. And wow. uh, so yeah, we just assume like everything you do is like felt from a pretty deep level. And so yeah. saying yes to beats was probably like, man, yeah. I don't know, man, this is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, it was, de- it was definitely, yeah. And I'm, I do, I'm, I'm close. I try to try to stay close to the to the to the music that I'd make and not not waste time saying things that I don't feel, you know, feel, you know, need to be said or that you you know you really want to say something from from the heart. So do, do, doing beats, even you know, doing anything that's kind of very corporate or very commercial is is a, can it's be, tough for you. It can be tough. Yeah. Did you have any idea that your music would make the kind of movement that it had? Because pop music is just not what you do. Yeah. But you fit. You know, you make you carved a new lane. Yeah. For uh, you know, for this being accepted. Yeah. In the pop music world. Yeah, I I didn't I did I really didn't expect at all. In fact, I used to joke with the producer when we finished, uh, like kind of working on "Take Me to Church" before the first EP was released. We joked like, ha ha ha, like that would end up on radio. Like no, <laughs> yeah. like we just I thought it would be like a fairly, you know, d- you know, like kind of an audience similar to like. And had had you required a good audience at that point? No, no one had a clue. So when no one knew who I was, I I used to do little open mic nights in Dublin and stuff. And by the time. Take Me to Church was released. Most people in Ireland, when it was played on radio, just assumed that I was a like a you know an act from from America or from the UK. No one knew I was from Ireland. Or, hmm. So no, I would completely. And I, I sometimes think if I if I thought that it had, it might have influenced the album differently. Maybe I would have followed up with something. Like I don't know. I just the album was just just me just you know put putting. Because your EP ideas. came out first, obviously, yeah. and then you had the full length. Yeah. And that's such a, like a, you know, Jerry and I came up when that shit wasn't, that w- nobody did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now almost everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But do you think that eventually you'll just be like, eh, why make an album? Yeah. Like, is EPs the future? Like, we shrink the yeah. work we do? Is singles the, f- like, w- w- where are your friends? Like, all your friends are, are young like you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And what do they think the future is? Will they have to keep making albums whether they think it works or not? Yeah, a, a lot of my friends, I'd say, from school would be would be consumers, would be just, like, would, a lot of people just, it, it's, it's so much easier just to consume singles. And we are moving into a kind of a single, it seems like a kind of a, a single-driven industry of just and things being kind of... You know, right. which which I, I that breaks my heart a little bit because I do love the idea of, who, of albums. Who did you like? Who, who did you get moved by 
uh, in your early finding music days? Um, it was it was first with my dad's with my dad's record collection, and that would have been blue, a lot of blues music and a lot of like some soul music too. So, blues players like like Muddy Waters and John Lee Hooker, and then really, yeah, Helen Wolf and stuff, and then and then soul singers Sam and Dave, yeah. James Brown, then. Nina Simone though was a huge, huge one. Nina so, Simone, man, yeah. magical. Yeah. yeah, totally. And then, and I think though what really kicked it over the fence was that I discovered Tom Waits and whatever place I was in and as a teenager. That was important. Yeah, I just got obsessed with Tom Waits. I just like. Do you? Uh, I, you know, I, I have to be careful with like my father. My my father would listen to a lot of Irish, uh, you know, like songs about Jack Duggins and right. and things like. And so we went to Ireland once, and, and we went to uh, uh, we went to Northern Ireland, right? And we started talking about. Do you mean like oh, like rebel songs? Like well, like, he, he, <laughs> he 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 wasn't he he would listen to rebel songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when we went to Northern Ireland, we were talking with a friend of mine, and he asked about Gaelic football, mm-hmm. and this was in 2007. And my friend said, "Jack, not so loud." Oh no, man! <laughs> but it's not <laughs> no. like that now. Yeah, I mean, even that, even in the last eight years, it's just gotten so much more cohesive and and lovely and yeah. uh, uh, and I, it's like you, you you have to give tribute to young people for shifting all of that, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, young I, listen to young people. Yeah, yeah, and in a lot of ways, I think it is it is tricky. But there's still some places in Belfast where you know you just you don't tread on on like there's. There is still there is still that tension there, you know. If you're in one pub or on one certain street, yeah, you don't talk about X, Y, Z, and if That's you're on right. another one, you don't talk about the other side. You know what I mean? It's just so there is there is still a, a, a yeah. You you can go to both. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Be yeah. mindful. Yeah, it's yeah, but um, it is it's getting better, and with every generation, these things yeah. these things. But you, do you think that that's why you related to blues music because? within the country that like my father was so familiar with mm-hmm. and he would man i mean all the irish stories because his grandfather came from ireland mm-hmm. and he was just so obsessed with so much of the culture and and the you know the 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 issues that came and do you th- but he related to jazz and black music yeah. and he related to it and he would always say or the struggle is similar mm-hmm. yeah yeah i um I get asked that a few times. I, I really do. I think my dad was into blues. Blues, like there's an artist, a blues artist called Rory Gallagher, who was huge in Ireland, and I think blues kind of took off. And still, there's still a, like people still have a big appreciation for it there. But I think, I think that has an element to do with it. Not that you can, like, not that you can compare the struggles, like when you have. You know, but there, there was something like you know, eight hundred years of, of occupation there, and kind of, right. and and it's just just a result of uh, colonization, I suppose, and like the, the, there's a lot of lot of kind of lot of dark troubled history there, and with with Ireland, there was kind of it's remembered, but in in the kind of I suppose in the collective consciousness of Irish people is is the sign that says you know no Jews, no blacks, no Irish, and that was yeah. so there is that kind of thing. Like right. there is an element of of of, of de- and a lot of the literature in the twentieth century describes Irish people as a separate race, and they were treated like a separate race for very yeah. for hundreds of years. So there's a kind of there is maybe an element there of of what like yeah even subconsciously or or yeah, unconsciously yeah but uh, but totally and blues is a music that kind of ca- like that that that. That carries that 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 kind of uh, that just that just expresses that and, and kind of you know I suppose uh, exercises that that yeah. feeling you know. When I think of Irish musicians, 
I think my favorite all time Irish musician is Van Morrison. Yeah. Uh, do you know Van? Have you met him I since? I have never met Van Morrison, but I'm a huge Van Morrison fan. Yeah, <laughs> I am yeah. too. Have you met Bono? I have not met Bono. I've never. Wow. I, I've been on the road for the, nearly the last two yeah, years. Yeah, sure, but, of course. But he's been very. He's kind of. He's sent on some really saying nice a lot of kind things. Yeah. You know, uh, my friend Matt Nathanson is a massive fan of U2. Mm-hmm. U2's just not been part of my yes care yeah. about culture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Matt told me that Bono's hero mm-hmm. is Van. Right. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Van. Fucking hates you too. <laughs> oh, so I was just like, man, you know, I'm told Van hates just about everything. Yeah. But that whole story is very funny to me <laughs> yeah, because yeah. when you hear these stories about Van, mm-hmm. you go like, oh well, he he's supposed to hate you too. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It's kind of like like comics make fun of my music, right? And like Patton Oswald used yeah. to tweet mean shit and I was no like man way. I love Patton Oswald I didn't know that if he ever likes my band I'm gonna stop liking him right because like, I like that he hates what yes, I do you yeah know? I suppose it's a good way to look at it <laughs> but yeah. uh, do you get any of that has uh, Instagram or Twitter or, or, or anything come your way in a in a place that kind of hurts you just um that yields abuse um i'm trying to think i've, I've been very very lucky i think it, it'll take it'll take time I, of course there's like plenty you know you see jokes taking to church there's plenty has yielded many many a joke but um i'm gonna it, tweet some mean shit about it as soon <laughs> as we it. get done so do it man <laughs> um i do i do worry about it you know no i don't worry about it but i i i fear the inevitable that especially in ireland it is only a certain amount of time when you f- you just fall slowly from the good graces of, of the public and then you're just a, an object of ridicule are, are you <laughs> uh are you one to read do, will you read your will you read the um, uh reviews will I you d- you I, will i admit i admit i have to yeah i do i do and so ha- have I mean that hurts so much, yeah. but but maybe right now you, you, the the reviews are because in a in a way all of us artists are we're so insecure that mm-hmm. that like we need this adulation from these crowds. That's why like, you do it, yeah, right. Totally, but yeah. so if I do it, I'm dead, right? Like right. if I read, oh man, I wonder, I really like this record that I made. Yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. people are gonna love it. Yeah, worst piece of shit that I ever <laughs> oh, saw. No. Like one so star. I, I can't, I can't read <laughs> it. Yeah. I learned the hard way, yeah. but you haven't learned that yet. Yeah, I but hopefully know. you won't. That I, would be really great. Yeah, I, I'm, I've no, I've kind of no delusions. I, I, I know that especially coming in at it with a debut album that no, like no one's expecting. You kind of are in good graces, and you, you kind of start as an underdog. Yeah. But like, it's, it's once you reach. It's you know once once you reach a place of, of what some people call success, you're you're just you're just a bigger target, and people just yeah. take joy in just saying shitty things for the sake but of it. You know what I mean? This <laughs> may help you in the future. Uh, it helped me a lot. My my manager once said, without without being polarized, mm-hmm. y- you can't be loved unless you're hated. Yes. And so that made a lot of sense for me, and made me like better about it. But mm-hmm. I remember when. When our Drops of Jupiter album came out, which was our second album, we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be our chance. The front page of the U.S. Uh, USA Today. USA Today. Well, that's all you're going to hear from Train. They've derailed Are you Drops sh- of Jupiter two stars. Are you like, Jesus you know, Christ. like, man, why can't awesome. I'm on the t- page two would have been better, you know? Oh, so man. every time we've had the highlight <laughs> moment. But there has been really one special moment for me. Is I read an article. Uh, so we've we've not done some of the great things that you've been able to do in mm-hmm. in your young uh, life 
which is like you've done Saturday Night Live, which we have not done. Right, okay. And you uh, have performed on the Grammys. We got to do that as well, but not with uh, one of my favorite artists <laughs> of all Lennox, time, yeah. Annie Lennox. I have yeah. been very lucky, man. The last the last year I've been very fortunate. But uh, And we're also not really ever written about in Rolling Stone, which is totally not even a problem. Okay. <laughs> However, the one thing that, that was written was an interview with Kanye West years ago. Okay. And he watched us perform on the Grammys, and he was like, that's what the shit's all about. Right. And yeah. I was like, dude, Kanye West? Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. so much cooler than yeah. Rolling Stone magazine writing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Are you surrounded by celebrities, musical or otherwise, that kinda wanna get close to you? I I I'm not so much. I'm I'm not I I mean I've 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 kind of I've been kind of on the road. I'll be by the time we finish in March next year. I'll, be, I'll have been on the road for about two years, and so it's it's just transitory. I don't I, I don't have a chance to really fit in with the scene or anything like that. So I, I don't I meet people in passing and kind of, you know, there's a, you know a few artists that are really supportive and just really nice and just 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 just, just, just like. Because it's so transitory, it's usually just quick and it's goodwill. You know what I mean? It's right. like, um, you know, if it's Ed Sheeran or Sam Smith or something like that. But, right. Have but, you and Ed become friends? Because I could see Ed's a sweet guy. He isn't, he's just a good dude. And yeah, I, and that's I'm, right. I'm, I have to say I'm just drawn to good people. And yeah. like I... Like we've, uh, I've been very lucky. It's a, I have a good crew. We all laugh a lot, but I just, I can't tolerate dickheads. Like, I don't yeah. tolerate assholes, and I, I, I just, I, I see them a mile away too. And I, and especially at, sometimes when you're at those kind of, those kind of scenes where you have, let's say, you know, you, you kind of, pe- a lot of people can gravitate towards, you know, the the kind of glitz and the glamour, glamour and the kind of, you know, the glitter and the roar of, of things. And I just, it doesn't appeal to me when, you know, I, I just doesn't, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of that doesn't, doesn't appeal to me all that much. If, if, a, if a person's a good dude, I'm, I'm right. thrilled. And I'm, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, there, there is an element of when you start believing the thousands of people that are out there. Yeah, yeah. You're in trouble. Oh, totally. Oh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, you couldn't say it. I think, I think you're, you're. The yeah, the biggest danger is believing. The these are believing. all my dad's kind of isms. Yes, you know, like yeah. being an Irish guy, there was no time for being full of shit. No, f- you no, can no, only it's... be full of shit at one time, and that's telling a story yeah. that could perhaps get more laughs yeah. if you <laughs> tell <laughs> some bullshit. bullshit yeah, in yeah, it. Totally. You you fill it up, yeah. fill the bucket a little bit yeah. more than it, it really is, and then that's acceptable. Totally. I, I was actually just going to say it was again the best advice. I think some of the best advice my dad again said. And it was about critics and stuff, and like, you know, it's it's like when when people like it's never mind what kind of critics think. If like I, like it's musicians, it's musicians kind of respect that I would or you know, opinion that I would I would take take on board. But critics, like it, he said, if if you they're eunuchs, it's a eunuch trapped in a brothel, or a man <laughs> right. a castrated man trapped in an orgy. You know, yeah. all, all this person can do is he just can has to sit and watch, but can't, right. take, can't take. He part. has to watch you have a great life, <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. can't take can't take part in in something that this person is, has, has works with their whole life, but just doesn't do it. Either can't do it or won't do it. Right. And so, like you know, it's a eunuch at a brothel, and like sometimes when you read a review, also <laughs> like when you when you read a review, it just you sometimes can hear as well a journalist or a critic, I should say. Um, 
is is writing more about themselves than they are than writing about the music that they're supposed to be writing about. They're they're talking yeah. about themselves, right? Um, or they're getting personal with which has nothing to do with music. Exactly. Like yeah. oh, and then he came out on stage all tall and shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like what the fuck does that mean? You know? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what that means. The arbitrary fact of my of, of yeah. height or like yeah, right. know, yeah. Or he wore. The, I don't know what the fuck they. <laughs> oh yeah. About. I guess if he has longer hair, he thinks people <laughs> yeah, are gonna yeah. like him. Yeah. Like, exactly. People exactly, will just like, say the meanest, it's dumbest just, stuff. It's totally. all personal at, yeah. at some point, but yeah. and I think that if we don't take it personally, then the part of us that writes songs that you know hopefully people will care about that part is missing. Like mm-hmm. we need the sensitive bit of us that might kill us in the end, mm-hmm. but it helps us live a more uh, fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. You, you know, yeah, totally. And so, what is it like now when you go home? Do you live with your parents? Because if I were you, I would. I, I pretty <laughs> much do. I because uh, I, I mean, if I have a few days off in Ireland, um, I had looked into getting a you know maybe renting a place when it kind of started off. But I've been at home. I've been in Ireland for a couple of days in the last over the space of the last two years. So that's I just, incredible. I man. just visit. I just visit family. I just stay with my mom. You know, yeah, home I cooking. would too. Yeah. Have you been to Asia? And uh, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Bit not of Australia, yet. and we're going back, but I haven't yeah. been to, to Asia yet. Like, well, I, I think Asia is gonna freak out for you. I, I think the Philippines is gonna be like mm-hmm. a magical, magical place wow, for you. Man. Yeah. You know, it, what ends up being uh, special places for us is English is a first language place, mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised that the Philippines is very much uh, English-speaking right, people. Okay, and right. so then lyrics translate, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's not just about pop music where it's a beat. Or, yeah. or in Germany, we haven't been successful because it's we we haven't gotten global enough but also we don't we aren't heavy enough like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the music that still translates in germany as far as like where we would live yeah uh is very heavy guitar yeah. rock do yes. you do do you go to germany and do all right we've we've played a few shows in germany and i think Take Me to Church might have, might have charted. It, it's a very, I think it's a hard one to crack. It's like, it is know, a France. hard one to crack. How it, about France? France, again, a, a difficult mm, one to crack. I would love to, I would love, because I love yeah. France. Like, right. And I love Germany too. I love Berlin, but it's hard. And they're big, they're big markets, man. But it's, it's, and I, I found that, you know, Take Me to Church did, 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 did well, kind of in a lot of places where like the other songs just didn't translate at all because people kind of liked something about that one but not quite I think there's still you know I, but it is it is what it is you know what I mean yeah. yeah well you know what the great part about you is that what are you 25 25 yeah you're 25 so when kids hear your voice on the radio and they're like hey that fucking song's kind of great I'm gonna <laughs> YouTube you and then you're like oh wow look at that guy they do that with me, <laughs> and they hit YouTube, send, train, and then they go, ah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> delete, so, delete, delete, delete. Oh, yeah, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's not as fun for no me way, as it man. would be for you, but uh, I'm, I'm late in the game, but no I'm way. super glad that, you know, I, I, I've been doing this long enough where I used to be upset at other people's success, right. and now it's the opposite, because oh. I learned that you're keeping something alive that needs to be here like mm-hmm. because processed music is such a big part of our culture mm-hmm. uh, and beats and uh, and synthetic parts of you know but the acoustic authentic bits of what we do have to continue to be alive mm-hmm. so like 
I was talking to Ed Sheeran about like I was like, hey man, I'm so glad that you're the guy at the top of this pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, because you you go out there and you inspire people to play music. Yeah, like play music with mm-hmm. a guitar. And he mm-hmm. said, obviously you haven't heard my record. The whole fucking thing is like on track. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like why you would like Ed Sheeran because mm-hmm. he's a real guy. You yeah, know? yeah, but yeah. He really is like you playing guitar mm-hmm. inspiring mm-hmm. kids to continue to want to do that thing mm-hmm. and so how could you be mad at that you yeah, know it's totally, like super totally. fun to be around and yeah uh have you seen any music since you've been uh in the last two years that you're like holy shit yeah this is really special i have i'm trying to yeah i mean it, because your tour manager told me you found a kid that opened for you Named uh, Gareth, J- uh, Jack Garrett, I think. Oh, yeah, Ga- Jack, Jack Garrett. Garrett. And, Jack Garrett. And was, you were like, "Yeah, that guy's too good. I never want him to open yeah, for me." Yeah, I did. That wasn't totally. Yeah, that was an example. It was like, "Fuck," you know. I had to. He, he opened for us for two shows, and he he plays he. He does a little stuff with, with loop with loop stations, which again, that's what I love. Ed, you know, he creates every sound live on stage. Right. Like uh, Jack Garrett, he has a keyboard in front of him. He's a strap. He's a Stratocaster around his neck, and he's got a drum pad next to him. And I think he's got like a little loop thing by his feet. And he literally plays. He's like a one-man band. And he plays everything, and it's kind of like James Blake was kind of mixed with just just a bit more kind of thin, like a soul singer. And he just, I just blew me away. Blew the audience away as well too. Um, so he was he was special. I think. He's, Where was that? That was in. We did the Reeperbahn Festival in Germany. We oh, did wow. a few shows in Germany. Um, he's fantastic. Alabama Shakes as well. I have to say that. Yeah, that yeah. New I've record, seen them. They they blew. Like Brittany Howard is the lead singer. Yeah. Just as just as a force of fucking nature. Like they, right. I just and their record. It's just it's, it's just feels it just feels good. But it's just tooth and claw and sex and just fucking right. hot blooded. It and it's and it's just I don't know. It's just it's real. It's just right. raw shit. And are you uh, are you writing while you're out? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, so is I, it kind of distracting with like. You know, did these guys come to you and go, hey, here's the single, here's what we want to go with next, and how involved are you getting at this point? Yeah, a, a, a good bit. I mean, I, you know, the, I was I was very much left to my own devices for the for the album, I think, which I was very grateful. I'd done a few projects, recording projects, and on this one I just, I just came at them with demos, and I was given just free reign. So myself and, and the producer just kind of worked. So there was, there was the singles picked. But you know, I'm still learning a lot, and I'm just. How, how about in the UK? Do they do they go with the same things as they're going with the in the US? Similar, yeah. They try and depending. It's it's a. What it's, was the second single in the UK? Second single in the UK, in, in fact, I think was Church. I think they started with. But interestingly enough, it took it took a lot longer for me. Just just talking business terms, like and just you know the the kind of it took a lot longer to to for the music. I think to to get played on radio in the UK than it did in America. It was wow. just, just really. What was the first single there? It was from Eden, and oh. they wanted to open with something that was a bit more maybe left field. So I, mm. you know, and I didn't think I wasn't sure if that would work as a, as a radio attempt because it's five four kind of odd, yeah, odd right. sounding song. Um, and then they they opened with that, and then they did maybe I think sedated, and then they moved wow. to church. And I think they wanted to move to church because they wanted to maybe maybe they wanted to wait until it had reached its kind of zenith in America and then kind of, I think, something like that. I can't, because they were, they're two different labels also. So I'm with, I'm with Universal in. Uh, Do you think that if you did the Ramones version of Sedated, your fans would love it? <laughs> yeah. I want to be sedated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I might look into that. I might have to like yeah, it would be incredible, the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, do you know what your fans love the most off of this record? Because my my wife and her sisters and mom and uh, her father, they all have one song that they're like, this is the shit. And I, I have a new program on Sirius The Pulse, which I think you've visited a bunch of times. Yeah. So they let me play new music. Oh, cool. And so I played a song that hasn't been a single for you yet. Okay. That is everybody's favorite that I know. Do you okay. know what song that is? I would hope if if I would hope maybe that it's like if I would be thrilled if it was Jackie and Wilson, but I don't know if it's Jackie and Wilson. It's work song. It's work song. Okay, you know, Is that, was that I'm right? thrilled. Yeah, about that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they. Uh, my wife, when it wasn't chosen as the second single in the U.S., was very <laughs> like. She was like, "Why? Who? Yeah. Who? Who didn't call me? Because I'm right here <laughs> at the phone." Yeah, um, yeah. That was something I would have loved, and I was kind of again. This is I'm still learning. I don't know where yeah. my jurisdiction ends. This kind of well, know. I think you have to be careful because you want your record label to be excited. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing is like I can either tell you what to do, mm-hmm. and then you do it because I want you to. Yes, yeah. This is it. Or sure. you can tell me what you love, and I can hope that it works and yeah, that yeah. you're right and, and that's work. a yeah. funny place and i don't know where to live in it either and yeah. i've done it for 20 years yeah. you know yeah it's a tough place and uh but your whole album is is phenomenal Th- and thank you man. i know you have a show to do so i don't want to keep you but i i would love to ask you a last couple of questions of that i ask everybody for people to get a little bit closer to knowing what you're like yeah uh one is uh can i see that thing i'm just no I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not that's not even a question uh, it's a best tour find. Like uh, when you've been around the world, is there something that you've been like, man, this is so cool? A place, a record store, yeah. a, a hot dog shop, or a sushi restaurant, or yeah, um, a girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, are, are you able to meet girls right now? It's, or is, not, it's it just doesn't. You know, it's such a again, it's transitory. So and like you, you move around a lot, and I, I'm not. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. You need to hire an incredible, like, hot 22-year-old bus driver. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, no, no. I should manage you. I got this. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, f- with girls, not really, no. And I kind of, I, I, I would much rather get to know somebody really properly. Yeah, no, so. I hear you, man. Um, but for finding things, a, a lot of the things would kind of be would be city landmarks. It would like like Powell's Books in Portland. I, I love. Oh, cool! And Portland's a good town. You I like d- it there? I, I quite I do quite do like just just good coffee and, and good. Books, Have you yeah. found much uh, time to spend in Seattle? Um, not a huge amount, no. But I think I think we actually stay here again tonight, so I'm looking forward. To, if oh, there's great. anywhere, if there's anywhere you kind of could you, you know of that. I uh, I live I live here. No, my right, wife yeah. is from here, so uh, I can either take you where you want to go, or I can tell you where oh, to amazing. go. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but yeah, this is a great place. Jerry yeah. lives in San Francisco, mm-hmm. where I lived for a long time, yeah. and he can tell you what, what you need Francisco. to know about yeah. San Francisco yeah. as well. Yeah. So maybe after tonight, you'll have some great yeah. tour finds. Thank um, you. What are you a fan of currently? Do you watch Netflix or? Um, uh, I, I do now and then. Yeah, I kind of. When you is there music that you're into or a video game? Do what do you do on the tour bus? Yeah, I am. There's a few video games. I, I grew up in like I think I was before I could read. My uncle gave us a, like a Mega Drive and, a, and I think we had a SNES in the house or NES, but our, a Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Sorry, I, I shouldn't call it SNES. Super Nintendo Entertainment Super System. Nintendo. And then uh, yeah. the NES before that, the, N- the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. So games is something. I, I care maybe too much about like indie games and stuff like that, like independent oh, yeah. makers. And but also, oddly enough, through Alex, the bass player, I got into a few 
crazy mangas as well, like, like animes, like yeah, oh, Attack wow, on cool. Titan and stuff. And really? Just oh, wow. very different way Japanese yeah. stories work than, than kind of Western. No, this is totally door. I'm just dorking out on like, but... We like doors. <laughs> but Jerry's uh, nephew was one of the creators of... Uh, he worked on Halo. He lives up here. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Cool. I got a bunch of new friends. game coming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll it's send it the link. The yeah, link it's too. massive, yeah. massive. Yeah, game. big ass yeah. game. Yeah. Man, if we would have created Halo, we wouldn't need to do any of these <laughs> yeah, interviews. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, if Jerry makes you a birthday cake, what what, do you, what kind do you want? Because he's probably going to do that while you're on stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's your birthday. Yeah. No, no, no. But, but what kind of birthday cake? I'm I'm crazy for chocolate, man. I'm white chocolate. Um, we think a thing in Europe called Maltesers, which are like like, sure. like whoppers, like malt yeah, yeah, yeah. Malt yeah. But yeah, no, I'm a big, right. I have a terrible sweet tooth. Do you drink alcohol? I do. I do. What, what is your drink of choice? Um, I it was it was an old fashioned for a long time, so I like whiskey whiskey drinks um, or a whiskey and ginger ale with yeah. a with a wedge of lime. Was, nice. was, go, was a tour go to, but I moved. Uh, I'm kind of on a gin and tonic kick at the minute. Oh really? Yeah. I remember the the uh, the first record train made. I was 25, and yeah. gin and tonic was my my drink and. While everybody was pulling their guitars and shit in, I just had a box yeah. <laughs> with gin and tonic and limes and shit. No, and I was it, like, I sat it down and stayed in that room and made gin and tonics while everybody oh, grabbed all the gear. That's really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm who's I'm your drinking that. partner currently? Do you have somebody you drink, uh, you have your best moments with? Um, I think, I mean, it would just be, I'm very, I'm quite close with the band and crew. And so, like, even... We're on two buses now on this tour, but like the drummer Rory and Alex, the bass player. Um, are they all from Ireland or the, the UK? A lot of them are, yeah. Mm. Some of the girls, like uh, Rachel Lampa's backing singer, oh, cool. Lorraine Barnes, yeah, from England. But the crew are all from Ireland, so we have a lot of fun just, just you know, having a drink nice. together. And stories. if you had to trade them in for one person who oh. has ever existed oh, for one night, uh, just one night, you get to drink with whoever you want. Um. I would love, I would love to drink with. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm Daniel Day Lewis, me too. Day, yeah, <laughs> Day Lewis, um, John Lee Hooker. So John Lee Hooker, James Joyce, or something James like a Joyce, good like yeah. writer, or maybe. Yeah, I'd say James Joyce is wow. an interesting dude wow. to drink with. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you're a you're an intense guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Star Wars or Star Trek, or don't you give a shit? I, I do I do give a shit. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I Star Wars, I big like. Are yeah. you so psyched about the ones that are coming? I, yeah, man. I, man, you and Jerry, funny, man. I got you, chills when I watched the. the did back you go to Force got Friday? Oh, oh me too, man. Totally, yeah. Did you go to Force Friday and buy anything? I didn't know. Is there? I got a thing? bunch of stuff for you, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do you realize how bored everyone is listening to this shit right now? <laughs> just, just you, man. Just you. <laughs> um, and so, uh, my last, you know, there's, I have a thousand questions, but my last question really is, how can people get in touch with you? Like how. Uh, online, I'm, uh, I'm, are you pretty active with social media? Do you have to be careful? Do you? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I do my best. I actually, I'd say my label would be a lot happier if I if I posted more on Twitter and on Instagram. But what do you have? Like 15 million Twitter <laughs> followers or no, something? Not, not quite, not quite. Um, I think I don't know in numbers. I think maybe some some 400. Is it all there. just? At Hosier, though, that would be Twitter and Instagram? Yes, it's all at Hosier. And then yeah. what about uh, checking out tour dates and, and what's coming? What would oh, be yeah. your website? Um, oh, Hosier.com, actually. That's yeah. it. But yeah, I'm, How'd I'm, you get that? Like, I, I, I don't mean, know. Because not a lot of people are going to 
I think yeah. Come out of the gates with Hozier. Yeah, exactly. I think I was. I think I got to it quickly before you know before Great. the EP was launched or something. But it's all at Hozier and it's all you know Hozier.com is all the right. info. Yeah. Well, I uh, I was supposed to go see you when you played downtown Seattle about uh, a year and a half ago, and I had to go to Europe. Yes, and oh, so yeah. my family came to oh, see thank, you, thank and you. they. Uh, awesome. I got to tell you, man, you have uh, you've made you've made a lot of uh, massive moments in my family very positive and oh, filled wow. with love and 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 great things, especially after. Uh, a pretty dark time for them. So thank you for that. Thanks for making amazing music, and thanks so much for spending the time and being such a gentleman. It's a pleasure. And, uh, thank you. Thanks for letting you me know. Because you can, it can go either way, as as we've both seen <laughs> yeah. in the music business. You go like, man, I'm afraid to meet that guy. <laughs> then I might have to trade his records in. Yeah, but yeah. then you go, then you go like, well, wait a minute, yeah. records don't exist. I yeah. st- stole all his music anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, thanks so much thank for you, hanging man. out with us. Andrew. No, it's a pleasure. Dude. Thank all you. All right. That's uh, Andrew Hosier-Byrne. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hosier right here on the podcast. Thanks for, so much for listening. Next week, uh, I'm, I'm not sure we're going to bring you. Probably somebody awesome just like Hosier. But if you have any questions or, hey, if you have any new music you want me to start to play, please hit me up at Train uh, or somewhere and get me that new music. I'm going to try a few things this week on the Sirius show that I do, uh, Sirius XM, The Pulse, that I do on uh, Friday nights at 10 o'clock. So send me some new stuff if you think I'll be interested. And uh, if not, don't send me anything. Just keep listening to the podcast. Everything's groovy. Okay. Talk to you next week. Thanks a lot.